Welcome to Intrepid Heroes, a Starfinder actual play podcast of the Dawn of Flame Adventure Path from Paizo. I'm John, and I'm your GM today. I'm Scott. I'm playing Rez, the Skittermander Envoy. I'm Mark. I'm playing Julakashti, a Vesk soldier. I'm Rob. I'm playing Whiskey, a Yusoki mystic. I'm Stephanie. I'm playing a Lashunta Solarian named Koholo. And I am Ron. I am playing Scooch, a Yusoki operative. All right. Welcome to Intrepid Heroes. Stay tuned for the episode. All right. Now we are back and we have just concluded book 16 of the AP called Blind City, written by our very own Ron Lundin. Uh, and luckily, uh, we were able to have him run for us. Thanks so much, Ron. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Thanks, Ron. That, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I thought... I, as you know, as I mentioned yep. in other podcasts, you set the bar really high for a GM, so it's uh, it's kind of tough now for me to follow this act. But oh, no, I didn't do so intentionally. <laughs> Let's just have uh, fun. You, yes. we have fun with you, Joe. We're glad to have you back. Okay, okay. Yep. Well, I'm glad to be back. Glad to be back. So, as you recall, in our last episode, um, we were on uh, in a, in a place called Ezerod. And we had just finished defeating this uh, fiery pirate uh, uh, type of creature that was different than the ones we'd seen before. It was seemed like it still had some semblance of intelligence. And it was a lot larger. His name was uh, Ilvatri. And he kind of gave you some information about what was actually going on here in Ezerod. And, and basically, he had been part of a a group of individuals who were tasked with kind of containing this this being here inside this dark uh, cage of sorts. And basically, after uh, defeating him, uh, you would realize that, unfortunately, that this uh, there would be no longer anybody here to mind uh, this prison of sorts. And there's this potential for this uh, this creature, who I'm trying to find the name again because I don't remember the name of it. The, the, the Eshtayev. Eshtayev, yes. The Eshtayev would get loose, and that was a concern. And so one of your uh, party members, uh, Murdoch's, volunteered to stay behind and watch the prison so the Eshtayev did not spring loose on wherever it would spring loose. Mm-hmm. So uh, you've left uh, Murdoch's back there with uh, with some supplies, including uh, this fancy um, food synthesizer that had been installed in the Sun Diver before you came. That was like one of the add-ons that you had, were able to get, and with a promise that you would pick him up maybe sometime before the next book. <laughs> so, <laughs> but with that, um, you also were able to collect uh, three artifacts that you found in here. And uh, as part of the discussion with this Ilvatri, uh, he actually had offered to fix some maladies with these artifacts where they were somewhat cursed by him. And so he kind of removed the curses for you. Uh, one was called a breath stealer mask. Other one was called a soul projector. And then the final one was this bizarre crystal of sorts that you were able to later determine was a, uh, Solarian crystal. So, after saying goodbye to Murdoch's, you d- decided to head off in the Sun Diver back out of the sun to the Deep Cultures Institute. And bringing with you, uh, you brought this uh, item which you were sent to the Sun to get originally called a solar inverter. Uh, this was a very important tool for doing further exploration in the sun and you're able to take it out this piece of hardware technology um, you know is designed to dampen heat and brightness of the sun and to kind of create a cool darkness Uh, and actually this had been used uh, in Ezerod in order to help contain the Estaive and so basically taking it out is is left the the prison there very unstable, but hopefully it'll it'll hold out till you can go back and get Murdoch's later. So as you were uh, leaving the sun, 
one of the things that you noticed is that you had felt this kind of this presence in your minds and as the you got further and further away it it kind of went away this this feeling and you were able to see uh feel more clearly apparently there was some psychic energy that was coming from the estaiv that you didn't quite know was affecting you as much but as you got further and further away from Ezerod, this this kind of energy fell away and you're able to no longer feel that that same way now immediately after this feeling left though you start you received what appeared to be some other sort of psychic message and especially uh, Koholo was especially attuned to this uh, also whiskey kind of felt this as well it seemed like some sort of uh, mystical thing and you realize that this was a a feeling or a sense of impending doom uh, similar to what you had felt with the Lashuntas in Asana Town and the source probably was the same source that they felt. And as you were noticing this, it actually started making you feel some despair, but then it clarifies into a mix of fear and desperation and resolve, and then you start getting impressions that communicate emotions associated with someone of a feminine gender. This telepathic feeling then shifts into a voice, and she says, I sense you receive me. I, Fafel, protector of Kalamnala, greet you. Ifrit have attacked our city, bent on conquest. No one in the bright burning void or the darkness between will be safe from them for long. Take our warning. Come, help us and help yourselves. I beg you. And so you not only feel and, and kind of hear the psychic message in your brain, but you also see some brief visions. And in these visions is a cityscape similar to what you saw in the burning archipelago with some differences that it's enough to tell you that it, it is a different place. There are eight bubbles that make up the city connected by shielded tubes with a spiral tower in the center. And you see these ifrit and other creatures of fire making war on alien humanoids in the metropolis. There's a dragon with these scales that look like coruscating plasma. Uh, and it, it suddenly appears, and and it in the city recedes into solar fire, Ooh. until then you see the sun diver, and then yourselves, and you intuitively understand where the city is. So it's like this: you've been given some some specific directions. Mm-hmm. In addition, uh, both Scooch, actually most of you, maybe all but Raz, what? <laughs> Suddenly, this algorithm appears in your brain that has some sort of uh, countermeasure code you realize must be programmed into the Sundiver's computer to allow the starship to enter this city of Kalanal. As you're making your way out of the sun and back to the Deep Cultures Institute, this is kind of what's on your mind. Something somewhere deeper in the sun, another place other than where you've been apparently is under attack by some unknown force, but has obviously a really big dragon. Yeah. Mm. Hence, yes. hence what might be on the cover of this book. We must go <laughs> there now. The dragon was on its side. That, that's how, that's the why dragon. Raz doesn't know the other part. He was focused on the dragon. Yeah. Dragon, uh, dragon. It, it's so, easy to be distracted by a large dragon. Yes. No, it's a huge dragon. Huge dragon. Even easier. <coughs> That's not easier. So, uh, <laughs> to be distracted, yes. Huge equals big distraction. So or eventually distraction. you're able to make it out of the sun with the uh, sun diver. It's, it's still kind of beat up from its transit, both coming in and coming out. And whiskey has to work really hard to, to hold it together. And 
at the same time is probably trying to pilot it because I don't know if any of you know how to pilot anything. Do we have any pilots here? I could pilot a little bit. Scooch isn't here. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, so. Thanks for mentioning that, but. I mean, I've so, got a rank in it. I'm at a plus eight. Yeah. So sure. you and the curmudgeonly old AI are able to, to find your way out of here and come, you know, basically making it out a little worse for wear, not having an, an expert pilot on board anymore. And you make it back to the uh, Stellacuna, where the Deep Culture Institute is. With the solar inverter you recovered from Ezerod, you get back there. And, of course, uh, Nib is very excited to see you back alive, but it's really sad when you when you tell the heroic story of Murdoch's mm. and Murdoch's sacrifice, thinking, "Oh wow, what a great, what a great thing!" <laughs> yeah. That's a that heroic guy. thing. A- yeah, so honorable. That'll make a great story. <laughs> yeah, a highly non-canonical. But so uh, Nib assigns. You think it's better if he doesn't come back? It makes it more heroic? Yes, that's true. That is true. (laughs) But Nib promises promises that um, with the the technology you brought back with a solar inverter and the knowledge you brought back back of of what's in the sun in Ezerod, that they they have been working on additional ships and they will will be able to get something out there to, to rescue Murdochs and set up some more permanent way to contain the Ishtayev there. Because from oh, what you describe, they don't want the Ishtayev loose. Mm-hmm. Nope. nope. So uh, agree Nib, on that. Yeah, Nib assigns a specialist to analyze the, the uh, solar uh, inverter. And also when you mention the artifacts that, that you've brought back, Nib is very, very excited and says, man, you, you all have gone above board in the Institute. Uh, I've I've convinced our 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 uh, various uh, benefactors that we need to invest more in our, on our team here. And especially with these artifacts, I'm sure that we can give you a handsome, handsome reward for these. Should you decide to part with them? Cause this will give us a big leg up on the competition. Oh, well, so. absolutely. All right. So is that something you all are interested in? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Honor part with them. Joe Lacoste, getting Yes, <laughs> I'm. I'm glad to finally see a yes. little bit of recognition oh. for our uh, for our uh, efforts here. Oh yes, certainly, certainly. I, 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 you know, we've been really strapped, really strapped. But with, with uh, the work that you've been able to do with the with the Sun Diver and the exploration, mm-hmm. we've been getting many more benefactors coming in. In fact. Uh, in addition okay. to being able to give you a finder's fee for these um, for these artifacts or these relics here, uh, we can also extend a, a large line of credit to you in order to to outfit you for the next mission. And as you mentioned, this um, this call for help, we definitely here at, at the Deep Cultures Institute definitely want to to assist in that. In fact, we will get right on outfitting the Sun Diver both with the technology from the solar inverter and upgrading many of the systems there to enable you to better take on unknown assailants that you might expect in this, what looks to be a, a war zone. In fact, yeah. one of our experts uh, you've met already, um, Laurent Straza, who invented the Sun Diver, will be on board to help out. Okay. Oh, So she, she's here to help get things squared away. So, but while they take care of that, We'll go ahead and make sure that Sundiver is repaired and gets a speedy refit. But uh, both myself, Nib, and Laurent, and also Teresa would once again like to take you to uh, my favorite restaurant, the the White Rat. Is that okay? Well, it's the only place I really <laughs> go around here. The Akatonian <laughs> cuisine is is very and good. I will- I will choose not to be offended by the name. <laughs> nah. Well, well Nib, Nib is a brown rat, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, well, well Nib and uh, Laurent and Tress will all take you over to the White Rat and we'll celebrate mm-hmm. your arrival and also kind of cheer to the heroic 
sacrifice that Murdoch's has made. Ah, yep. And um, who? <laughs> yes, yes. So, so quickly the heroism is forgotten. <laughs> no, he's still on my list. I, I can't inspire him. <laughs> mm. So, and um, and Nib says that. Well, you know, thank you so much for all that you've done, mm-hmm. and and all that you will continue to do for us. The DCI, we are we are here to support you, and in fact, we we also want to send a team with you on this next mission. So myself and Terrace, and also we will be bringing a couple other folks. And so I'll show you kind of who's who's going to be going with you. So you have Nib, Nib, and Terrace. Uh, they also have a security officer named Elor, and then they have a mechanic named Vesu with his drone fixer. Uh, uh, that's cute. And and they would like to to bring this team with you as as you go in to this this unknown city here, this uh, Colonel. And it's like, uh, it's like a whole other party. We're doubling up on the party. <laughs> yes, yes, and, and unfortunately, the the Sun Diver is, is as you know is is a little small. So because we're we're guests, uh, we will install some stasis pods. And we will make the transit in stasis, so that uh, so as not to be in your way. Okay. I mean, I guess that's all right. Some of you are no. small, though, and are you sure some of us are small. Thing for the... Are you sure it's a good idea to bring this team into a war zone, though? That sounds like where we're going, right? Well, well, you know. Yeah, I, we are. I, I know what you're saying, but we can't pass up this opportunity. We might not get another. I mean, this is a once-in-a-life thing, time thing for us. Could be the last thing in your life. Well, yeah. Are you? Are you exactly? Are you willing to make it the last thing you ever do? Well, it, you know, anything. We can't promise. We can't anything promise your for safety. science. We can't guarantee your safety. We yeah. Can't. Well, you know, um, you know, we won't get in the way. We might even be able to help you, and we'll follow your orders uh, if anything's going on. Uh, the plan is that. Us, the T- DCI team, will remain in areas that you've already secured, and hopefully we can find some friendlies to work with. I mean, it seems like you're getting a message from a, a friendly force mm-hmm. there. Yes, yeah. that's never turned out to be a lie before. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was kind of. Out, I, I'd be interested to hear what Nip thinks about. Do they know anything about this city, or is it completely unknown? Not even. Uh- glimpsed in legend oh. and war and... well you know the the uh burning archipelago is was was created a long long time ago and we always envisioned that there were other similar settlements in the sun um, that were made by whoever created them in the first place um so we always knew the possibility but we had never found any others All right. okay. okay and and then a freed. I mean, I know what a freed are abstractly, but why would they be returning to this at this point? Mm. Do we know for certain that they're the good, that they're the bad guys? Oh, uh, that's uh, a good question. But well, I, haven't they so been far, part of the parties that we've been we've been fighting all along? Yeah, yeah. so far we've up. seen them be pretty hostile. Yeah, it's you know as you saw in Asana Town, there there were ifrits and ifrits that were were not um, not very friendly. No, no, yeah. no. I've I've got nothing for on their behalf, but you know, not all you silky are ugly either. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, oh, I'm sorry. I I I'm already taken. <laughs> 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 that was pretty smooth. And it is good that you're bringing Teresa along then, right? <laughs> I am flattered, though. Uh, I, I I, mean, I think we should give them the opportunity. I mean, they've given us an opportunity to go out and explore. Why shouldn't they be able to as well? Uh, just I mean, so long on, as this they understand the, the risk. It's a real deep culture. You know, it's not some robot city or this bizarre prison you just got by. Hmm. Yes, this is the there real is a deal. very large dragon and fire creatures currently trying to burn it down. So as long as you understand that, 
Oh, well, Drew Costi looks really, really strong and brave. And he is. Yeah. But his job yes. can't be. Well, that's. Okay, let's, let's, let's do this. What exactly is the mission? Am I protecting you or are we uh, going to fight a war? Uh, no, no, no. Elor is going to protect right. us. Elor is going to take care of us. So you're getting in danger. It's not my problem. Elor is. We are just transport. Oh, see, I love this culture. <laughs> problem, problem solved. solved. Mission parameter right. is we're going to go fight. We're not having anything. Not protecting exactly. you. Okay. All right. So, so, are you guys saying yes then? Fine. Of course, we're saying yes. I'd love to have some others along. Oh well, I mean, you don't you don't have to say yes, but you know, no one can force you. But we we we're we're really excited. And we no, can help. Yeah, you should be. How, how would you help? Uh, well, you know, uh, Tress here is a trained diplomat. And, you know, um, Vesu here is a, is a excellent, excellent, excellent uh, Xenotech specialist and a psychic. And, you know, um, so all of us have a lot. You know, Elor, of course, is going to be are um, basically look after the team in any combat situations, though um, they will take orders from, from, from you if needed, as well as the team here, us. And, uh, and you notice that Elor just kind of rolls his eyes and he's very easygoing. He kind of knows what the babysitting mm -hmm. job's all about. Okay. Um, but you can tell just by the gear he has on and the way it's all put together uh, that he's, he knows precisely what he's doing. Okay. So, well, that but, makes me uh, feel better. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, that's, that's, this is a toast, a toast. Everyone, eat your fill, eat your fill. We have a couple days, um, you know, before the sun diver is ready, but then, then we'll get to go. So, uh, at this point, um, yeah, if you need anything, um, we will afford you a 30,000 credit. Uh, line of credit as well to make any any purchases you need um, and also we'll make sure that Baron packs some extra UPBs in the Sun Diver uh, for right, the culinary synthesizer oh wait you guys left the culinary synthesizer we're going to have to put another one in there but that's okay mm -hmm. we can do that uh, and we'll also make sure that there's uh, at least eight bulk of Sikatite in there in case any repairs have to be made, like that last time when you went to that weird um, robot planet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So um, we also request it um, if we can take one of our our uh, video drones to record everything. So for posterity. Yeah. Okay. Okay? Posterity, it's got to be in real time. We're going to be posting on TikTok every ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, we might, uh, have, we might oh, need one to follow that's us. That's okay around. too. This will get a little bit more detail. Yeah. Yeah. Can we get a second one to to document our adventures? All right. All right. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Um. So, um, one of the things that you find Luron uh, kind of talks to uh, Whiskey a little bit later to explain how uh, the solar inverter that you brought back has allowed a leap in technology. Basically, they had been working on on kind of improving the sun diver, so. It, it basically would work better in, uh, in the sun and not overheat as much. And the solar inverter is just mind-boggling how advanced it is. And so being able to reinverse it some and, and figuring out the algorithm uh, has worked out pretty well. Um, in addition, um, Laurent will help you. Um, you mentioned this, um, this shield uh, modulation algorithm that you'd learn through this um, psychic message. So they program that as well in there. Um, and so looks like uh, you guys are pretty well set. Do you have any gear orders that you need to make um, with Baron to, to prepare for the trip? What type oh, of yeah. gear do you all need? Well, if you're asking. Uh, we've, we've had time yeah. to come up with lists. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I could use better armor. I'd like some more uh, crystals. Uh, uh, I'm getting actually 
both Something a Mark that... One and a Mark Two personal augment. Oh, excellent, excellent choices. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, as well Those as are, are, are you going to become? Sorry, they're going to be for strength or charisma. Uh, this will be strength and dexterity. Yes. Char oh, charisma will have to be another time. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I I'm doing charisma and strength. Yeah. Excellent. Good choices. I, I too bought uh, bought up a charisma one and uh, increased my dexterity. Nice. Dexterity oh, good, for me. Good. Uh, oh, I am also wow. getting a, a suit of armor. Or would like to, I guess. Mm -hmm. Fancy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This this is actually quite a bit of good gear. Let me go ahead. Um, some of the stuff we will have to go out of house to get, but I'm sure we will get them all well before your um, you're scheduled to depart. Okay. Okay. So and if also uh, like some installations too, uh, body installations, that's a thing you guys can do. Uh, well, Greatly again, we'll have to outsource that. Um, the Deep Cultures Institute, we don't generally like to do uh, invasive surgery like that, but we have a couple of vendors that we can recommend. Good, good. Yes, and uh, just like anything else, you know, they uh, their their surgeries also come with uh, some scheduled uh, mystic healing as well, so makes it pretty quick. So uh, well, that's the point is quick. Yes. Um, uh, now, there is is one issue though. Uh, leaving Murdoch's back, um, it looks like your crew's a little short. Um, I did receive is that, a, is that a height joke. <laughs> that, that didn't make us any any yes, shorter. <laughs> yes, I I have I received a message though from a former compatriot of yours who was inquiring about how you were doing. Oh, ma'am. I told him that uh, yeah. you were scheduled to be back. And, um, in fact, uh, he should be meeting us here shortly just to see you again. Um, oh, there he is. There's Scooch. 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 Hello. Oh, <laughs> Your you reunion look, uh, show didn't kill you. Eh? What's, what's eating you? No, nobody's, nobody's dead. Everybody made it. I'm really happy for you guys. <laughs> well, that was the plan. Yeah, right back at you. Surprise! You survived your reunion show. You you missed some excitement. What did we miss? I guess we'll see the rerun. Uh, oh, you can trip back yeah. into the sun. Oh, I've got. I I wave a data pad. I'm like, I've got downloads of all the reunion episodes we did. Uh, oh, I want to see them. So it. I was afraid of that. <laughs> you can, and I've also got. So I went through the reunion episode. Mostly, it was going to be about me, Scooch. But I brought along Nippy the Squawks with uh -huh. me. And oh, Nippy ended up being such like a co-star that they're here. I've got like a little plush Nippy the Squawks for each of you. The marketing <laughs> on Nippy is gone nuts. <laughs> so you've got, oh, no. I've got, I've got, you know, data pad covers with uh, Nippy the Squawks on them. I've got, you know, you name it. They've got Nippy the Squawks and everything. T-shirt, hollow shirts, you name it. Everything's all nippy the squawks. That's, uh, you know, I, I actually took a step towards this adventuring to get away from some of the, some of the fame that I, that I got in my, uh, mm -hmm. in my, in my past, in my history. I was really worried that this reunion tour would bring everything just kind of crashing back how it had been. But it turns out that the big star was my co-star nippy. <laughs> and uh, so I'm actually able to kind of slip away. I mean, I've got Nippy still, um, but uh, yeah, there's you see, you know, you'll see Nippy stuff all over. Kids' backpacks. It's a uh, it's a big thing. So is he wearing like okay. cool shades to make sure he's not recognized? <laughs> Nippy the squawks with little sunglasses. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, uh, Nib kind of says, um, you know, their crew is uh, is uh, is down a down a person now. Uh, Scooch, if you're available, we're going on a really fantastic trip. Need a pilot. I'm a, yeah. I'm a fantastic yeah, voyage. Just I'm a clarify. I'm a super good pilot. It's frankly. true. Yeah, yeah. We were referring to Nippy. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you can come too if you want. <laughs> and um, sidekick. 
Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll tag along with uh, maybe the so squad long, behind me. As long as your contract allows it, I, I know there's some, you know, some contractual things that kind of you run into trouble with sometimes. Those lawyers are awful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not a one of them worth a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, I hear this is being filmed as well, so. Ooh, could be. Well, you can worry about yeah. the rights with somebody else. Uh... Well, maybe we'll just put a, a great big black square over your face or something. <laughs> no, right, I don't so... much mind. This would be great. Let's do it. Okay. All right. Excellent. All right. Good to have you. Have you back. All right. So, you know, after your reunion with Scooch, uh, you're able to go out and probably spend another day um, kind of taking care of any purchases and uh, cosmetic work that you're looking to get done. Mm-hmm. Um, and finally, they uh, declare the Sundiver is ready uh, and open for your inspection. So uh, you notice that there's uh, been some additional uh, hardware added to it. The computer system's been upgraded. Still has the same curmudgeon old AI, but he seems to be a little bit more efficient now uh, than he was before. Okay. Uh, so you have uh, some heavier weaponry and, and whatnot on board. Um, you also notice they, they've installed the stasis pods, um, put some more communications equipment, mm-hmm. and so, you know, it looks pretty good, but um, uh would anybody like to take a closer look at what's been installed? Oh, absolutely. If I'm going to be piloting uh, this thing. We want the full tour. All right. So, uh, first of all, looking um, looking uh, down in the in the uh, area where they've installed the stasis pods, you could uh, attempt a uh, computer's check to see how they're programmed and how they're supposed to work and everything. Ooh, let me uh, Let me give that a try. Do, do the nerd stuff. Yeah, that looks like it functions <laughs> very, very well, you know, as far as you can tell. Um, you know, everything seems to be ship shape. Ship, yeah. ship shape is exactly the shape we wanted it Ship in. shape. That's right. So, uh, Whiskey, you going to take a look as well or no? I, I, I'm trying to find my character sheet, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I moved um, it in the ship. You don't know where it is now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so if you um, if you uh, double click on your I icon or yeah, shift I double click, I think maybe it is. Either. It brings up the character sheet. Oh, now when Whiskey looks at it, he it, she looks a little bit more closely than Scooch. Scooch is just kind of giving a a curious, uh, more cursory glance. You know, having just gotten on board, and well, Whiskey finds a hidden subroutine design to make any pod responsive to internal control. And it looks like that the affected pod would appear to function normally, but it would allow the occupant to enter, exit, and execute uh, precisely timed stasis sleeps. Hmm. 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 Kind of interesting. And it's only one of the pods, so this isn't part of the plan. Well, it's a it's a subroutine that looks like it can be it can be set to any particular pod almost like you know it can be designated right right when they're being put in use mm. that that seems a detriment right yeah you should disable that Injection. well what maybe we should talk to nib maybe this there's an actual plan behind this Maybe she's up to no good. Uh, as you're kind of continuing on. Yeah, that, this is um, seeming very fishy. Kind of looking at where the pods are connected to the life support system. Uh, you can make another computer check. Can all of us, now that we, that's pointed out, can I make one? Even though I didn't sure. need the first time? Oh, yeah. I've only got a plus four. Is it worth me even trying? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, if you have a five percent chance, how's that? <laughs> you could always roll a twenty. <laughs> uh, but I yeah, don't want to so... 
Is this a game where I can do more harm with the bad check, though? No, no, no. You're just looking at stuff. I think Whiskey's still puzzling over the subroutine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so yeah, it looks like the way the, the life support is has been connected, it looks like it's been set up properly. Um, so you you do notice that um, uh, it looks like there's there's been something new patched into it as Ooh, well. I never like to hear that. Experimental life support is sort of like creative accounting. Yeah, that's, <laughs> it's always so, going to run things badly for you. Yeah, no, yeah, that's, that's really good. That's just you the desired result no matter what. No, don't yeah. just yank it out. You could be <laughs> so, yanking out the entire system. So do we need to do some engineering to figure out more about what it is or where it goes or Well, uh you can you can attempt an engineering check if you like. I mean uh in it's terms just something of something new. Yeah, it's yeah. just something new. So we don't know what it is though. Or what it does. But we've already found down where my computer's is, but we've already found something a little questionable in the pods. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh Scooch oh, wow. and in and whiskey, as you're kind of looking at the um the uh this uh, life support system um in this area, you discover there are canisters of pressurized gas that have been installed. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's that? That's, no. What's that? We don't want to get drugged in the air. So uh, you could take a, make a engineering, life science, or physical science check to analyze the contents. What is it? Uh, right. Life science? Engineering, life science, or physical science? Yep. 29. Yeah, so um, actually several of you um, noticed that this appears to be some a gas called Frioqual, uh, which is a colorless, odorless, tasteless component of uh, the Starship coolant uh, with a strong psychotropic effect when inhaled. This is straight up yeah, sabotage. Somebody's trying yeah, to drug us in the show. Yeah, this is yeah, this point, yeah. So, I think the love boat is not if you would like to remove these canisters, you can make an engineering check. Um, I might be able to assist somebody. So, and this is okay. one that you could actually cause a problem if you fail. So, uh, I need right. to know. Okay. So maybe I just shouldn't do that. Who's, who's the, the primary on this? I got Wh whiskey. Sure to do it, but there's I'm bad, plus nineteen. Be whiskey, what's your bonus? I'm plus nineteen. You're, you're better. Okay. I'll, you want to give me I'll, a hand? I'm going to yeah, go meditate I'll, I'll somewhere. Mm -hmm. Okay. Alrighty. Oops. Yeah, so um, whiskey is very, uh, e very easily can uh, remove the canisters and take off the connection where they were fed into the uh, life support system and you know, basically put things back on the stasis uh, pods the way they're supposed to be. Um now, at this point, you have these canisters, and you know that they potentially were, were going to be, you know, cause an issue for mm -hmm. you. Um, not necessarily, it's not a life-threatening issue, but definitely would knock out pretty much anybody that was exposed to them too long. Here's, here's what I think we should do. I, because the saboteur might not know we've found out what's here. Is there some way we can empty the canisters so they're just there's nothing in them and then put them back? Because that way, That's if the saboteur boring. looks over the ship, then the yeah, saboteur can have a party. Uh, <laughs> Whiskey, you've got cheek pouches. Just store it in your cheek pouches <laughs> for later. Well, that's a good idea. It is. It is odorless and colorless. So, if you were to go out and open air, invent them, mm -hmm. um, nobody'd know. Like it, nobody they'd would, just have a good day. And you couldn't yeah, even tell what's in them that they were gone. A disco explosion. <laughs> I, so Raz has a theory. Yeah. Yeah. You, so the the pods were set that somebody could 
open them? Somebody in the pods could take over the ship by knocking the rest of us yeah. out. Oh, the oh, saboteur. Is that what you think? It's one the of the other would be people. one of them in there. Oh. The saboteur I mean, is on the ship. They want it's to replace Nib. us. It's obviously Nib. It's all four of them. It's always been Nib. Could it just be one of them operating on his own? Or I assumed that it would be that it would knock them out. That somebody wants to take them out. No, because no, if they're in if they're in the stasis pod and they may like have a mask, a gas yeah, mask. Yeah, they have their own life support. Yeah, these right. things were these things were piped into the ship's life support system, not yeah. the stasis pod. From the stasis right. pod. Oh, okay. Ooh. Well, no, the stasis pods were they could just control it from there. It was part of the life our life support system. Okay, I didn't so know. yeah, you imagine that there was probably some sort of timer that was set up someplace that, unfortunately, you couldn't detect. So I kind of like the idea of just disabling these canisters and then letting their whole evil plot unroll. What? Uh, okay, but can we figure but, out when they were planning on gassing us? Um, actually, you can you can see um, that there's something attached to these canisters, and it looks like that um, five days into the passage that uh, they would – there's a couple of things that would happen. The life support system, um, the toxic, toxic toxicity monitor would go off, and then these would trigger. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, so, yeah, my problem with waiting is then we've got the, somebody on the ship. Even if we discover them, they're on the ship. Well, at least know okay. which one. Where they Ooh. can't get it. Have we left yeah. yet? What? So are we still at the base? We're yeah. not in. Yeah, yeah, we We're haven't said. Okay. We yeah, haven't started. I, We're just, I just looking we, at it. I think what we need to do is lure them out. I think we put the canisters back, but empty. And five days into the trip, we all kind of, you know, kind of loll around in the ship, and we the guilty party will come out of the stasis in order to take over the ship or whatever. And then we jump them. Yeah, that's a good plan. Like but then we've got this person that we don't want with us on the ship and they could be sabotaging stuff the whole time. What do we do with them then? Space them. We put them, put them is, out of airlock into the sun. Yeah. Is, is no, uh, that's no... a little harsh. They're, you got these stasis pods. rather dependent that's on a... being on the other side of the airtight door. <laughs> is there any surveillance uh, for the ship to see if anybody's brought these canisters in? Or, um... Oh, that's a good question. Well, oh, when, they did, going. when they did the refit, they actually shut down the AI, so th there's no record. Okay. Uh... So then we just have to suss them out. I, I, I don't... I think we should all... Um, turn the lights out and have to fix the ship once in a while and do all these repairs to it and then see who dies and then have meetings. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll jettison you, that person. If we all vote for them, you think whoever it is, is among us. That's what you're saying. <laughs> Perhaps. Um, I also though, think about this. This only happened once. Scooch came back. Uh huh. Hey, I'd, I'd have to be some kind of genius with computers and engineering to wait a minute. Oh, yeah. All right, I'll just shut up. <laughs> I'll see myself out the airlock. <laughs> I, I I don't feel comfortable taking them along. I mean, we're set to to leave when? In a like day or the so? next day. Yeah. Yeah. Next day. yeah. I still don't feel comfortable. Who do we trust the most? Do we do we all do we all trust Nib? No, I trust Nib. Mm. I no longer trust anyone. No. Oh, I, can be, trust? I can be by myself in trusting Nib. That's just fine. No, I trust Nib. What would, what would Nib have to gain for it? Uh, aside from, I guess, the, the only weird part is they did insist on going along. So, again, it could be the whole group. But it could I be somebody just It could be just one. Hands on because the diver, right? there the were... Right. And the solar inverter. Yeah, there are also factions that were working against us the whole time that had sent people on our last trip. I mean, we had sabotage on our last trip. Yeah. Hmm. We did, yeah. Maybe that's just how they refit ships here. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, 
It's just the obligatory sabotage. It comes yeah, free yeah, with yeah. or something. Oh, well, when you put it that way. And... Yeah. All right. Well, uh, what do you want to do with the canisters? I like Scooch's plan. Yeah. Yeah, I think empty them out, put them back. Let the yeah, I, I don't mind deal with it before we leave. Raz has a good point, but I just don't see how we can do it without penalizing all of them. And I don't know that that's fair either. No, we ferret them out. We question them. We do we have time to do that what? before we leave? No. Yeah. Well, you Tomorrow. Have time. Yeah. No, there's time. There's time. I mean, you don't, it's not like you're like leaving like in an hour. It's like or tomorrow, like, we like in, wait a day if we needed to anyway. Yeah. Um, are you going to check out more of the ship though? Yes, absolutely everything. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the other ones Step one, all of the prizes the for real. Are the ones from the DCI? Um, they're kind of doing their own thing. They're not here with us at the ship. Correct. We're, Correct. They're not, not getting here. A, a tour you guys are just day. checking out what they did. Yeah. We, we right. need to check out everything. So, um, all right. We can briefly ask everything, about, like, like even the pillowcase. Yes, exactly. Who who Ooh. fixed it and ask about. You okay. notice that they've replaced all the mattresses with memory foam mattresses. <laughs> the kind that smell really bad and give you cancer in 10 years. Well, yes. And they get really hot when you're laying them too much. So. Oh, no, no. So we're not going to be able I to already sleep have fur for, for more than that. four hours. Yes. Then we'll lose our mind. Yes, yes. Um, actually, as you're, you're kind of going through the various systems they put in, uh, you notice there's quite a bit of new hardware uh, kind of dealing with the computer and communication system. Uh, you can make a, another computer's check as you're checking these things out. Dum, 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 dum. 22 so, is not great. Hmm. 22? Yeah, it's 13. still better than no. Well, that's almost the highest I can get. <laughs> I rolled a five, so. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, whiskey rolled. Well, you notice that it looks like one, so. the. Uh, <laughs> The communications equipment that is installed is actually not as new as the rest of the gear that's been put in. Almost like it's been scavenged from another vessel. Okay. So, really? Yeah. You think that maybe they um, were trying to find something to fit for the Sun Diver and because of its unique shape and everything, it was really hard. And they, because of the timing, they, don't, they can't really manufacture something from scratch. So this particular item looks like it's been been uh, scavenged a little bit. Um, as you're kind of going through, uh, you can take a look at the navigation system that's linked to this. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, this looks like a piloting check. <gasps> yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, Scooch. That's All right. right. This Welcome is back, what the Scooch. Does. 31, go. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, and so as you're looking at the nav computer, it looks like that there's actually some sort of uh, timed uh, correction set in the navigation plot to that gives coordinates that redirect the ship to a very specific section of Colonel. So rather than uh, just kind of uh, going into orbit like you guys typically would would plan on, and kind of it actually has a specific. Um, location within the city that is is marked okay this has gotten more terrible what it means oh, is our saboteur is working with someone in the city probably yes. the afridi yep. are, are the afridi in Can the we... city or were they attacking the city well they were attacking well, the they're attacking, attacking the city we, they're in um... Well, it could be somebody else. Can we find out? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. Is there any way to find out anything about exactly where that is in Colodal? No. You you know, the the psychic message gave you kind of directions to where the city was, but it didn't give you, like, you know, you just got a visual of what it looked like. You know, there's eight bubbles and there's some tall spires and things. But this, these coordinates are like specifically into like one particular building and. You know, it, it gives a very specific location for a landing and kind of directions on how to do that. And there's some uh, access codes associated with it. And it's like, yeah, this is not what was supposed to be programmed in here. Well, so whoever did that has wow. a lot you know, more folks, knowledge than we do. 
Like we, none of us could have done that. But uh, right, not the, even the other Scooch, thing is, not even Scooch could have done that. I'm quick to point <laughs> out. Oh, yes, that's amazing. Are. Yeah, clearly a nearly superhuman being. <laughs> I I do note though that um, Desu is a psychic and also a gearhead. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. I didn't want to oh, judge a Lashunta just for being a Lashunta. But hey, if people in the city careful. are communicating telepathically, then so, their Lashunta is likely to be the recipient of those communications, right? Yeah, so yeah. so Vesu is actually, uh, the mechanic is actually human. Yeah, it's, it's Terrace is a Lashunta. Oh, that's who I meant, is Terrace. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking Vesu because he was supposed to be psychic, but maybe I got that mixed up. Yeah, no, um, Vesu, well, Vesu is a Xenotech specialist and a psychic intended to supplement. So he does have some sort of... So he is a psychic. Communication. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Fixer, his his drone is is a psychic. Oh. His oh, drone is a psychic. A psychic yeah. drone? That's has, awesome! Yeah. So <laughs> the drone Fixer is a Xenotech specialist and a psychic intended to supplement um, Karis's telepathic communication. So somehow it has some sort of psychic um, mod to it. Mm. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's, That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. Come on, psychic wow. sidekick. Did not even know that was a thing. I, I don't either because it actually doesn't list it anywhere on the drone. <laughs> so Okay. So I, I think that is just really weird language that it has in here. I've got my next character concept now. Oh, right? Oh, I want to so, be a psychic drone. A psychic drone. Yeah, that is... No, I guess it must be Vesu must must have it. Okay. It's just the way it says, with his drone, Fixer. Yeah, so it must be Vesu is the specialist. So I, I said it right the first time. Never mind. So he does have some psychic power then. He must have something, but he's human. He's not... He's not, um, not a natural telepath, and Terrace is. Uh, right, so he must have some sort of spell that maybe allows him to do psychic things that, like, a Techromancer might have. Mm. That's <laughs> certainly possible. Yep. Okay. So he might be a special version of Mechanic. Okay. Anyway. Well, there's also, I think, implants and things that you can, uh, augmentations that you can get to give you... That's Some true. limited telepathy. Could, yes, could be multi. Well, there's this there's this flavor of human called uh, frantic adept, which apparently I think is a thing. Oh, oh frenetic. Okay. Yeah, frenetic, frenetic adept. Frenetic adept is a um, it's an archetype. It's one of the yes. archetypes in the base book. Yes. So, frenetic adept. Okay. Anyway, so uh, yes. Well, we have absolute proof that there is. Both sabotage. Somebody's trying to take over the ship and go to a specific place. Mm -hmm. Let's remember where that place is. Yeah, we actually, um, even though we want to delete the, and the, the codes. forced yeah. no, landing, we want to know what it is so we can maybe go there later and so maybe copy it off of another data pad it'll or something. Right. There's only people there to kill. Remember, there should be. Remember yes. where they wanted us to park. Yeah. <laughs> um, Instead of remember where you park, remember where the saboteur wanted to park us. That's right. Tit. Or you know, maybe the one calling us is the the bad guys, and these are the good guys telling us that we should go here instead. But oh, knocking us out. Now you're just complicating things. And taking us uh, there. Good guys, bad guys. Who's paying me? Do we trust Nib enough to to tell Nib? Any of this, or we we just want to go completely cold and see, uh, verify first who the bad guy. Is. I say go cold. The problem is we don't really know who who decided to yeah. that they needed to go along because somebody. Yeah. It's almost too convenient that they decided to go along. Yeah. When as part of a group, probably somebody wanted like the whole group to go. Who knows what started it. Just to cover the fact that okay, now they've got this ship. Now they're just going to go to where they want to go. So, could be any of them. Could be all of them. Yeah, it could be the whole team. Could I be. Really, I, re I really think we ought to wait until the five days and see who pops out. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm, I'm good with that. I'm on board with that. Yeah, now that we've found like these things and it's hard to pin down. Mm-hmm. Did anything else come out of the tour? I just well, I'd, I'd sure. still like. Well, I think we ought to just give this place another stem to turn. Yeah, I want to check out the weapons. Yeah. Like um, the weapons. So now that you're kind of looking at things, um, you kind of see that most everything seems to be on track. You know, the the AI seems to be working properly. All the navigational equipment, you know, other than these changes. Um, when you go back to double check on um, the the status pod, the stasis pods. Um, you do realize that um, there was a subroutine that was set up in the life support system that um, would disable, you know, various systems and things, kind of as mentioned before. Um, you also find out as you're going through the systems again that uh, it looks like uh, the computer system was set to send an encrypted packet hidden in the communications protocols. And this packet is uh, time-triggered, much like the gas canisters were. Uh, And it could also be triggered via a remote console or wireless signal, sending a tight beam deeper into the sun. Uh, As you analyze this trajectory, um, it reveals that the beam is headed towards uh, Kalanal, so the place that you were going. Um, You can attempt to decrypt this package if you want. But it'll take oh, yeah. a successful computer's check. All right. What's uh, Whiskey, what is your computer's? Uh, it's only 12, so I'm sure I'm, you're better. I'm 17. Will you help me out? Yeah, I'll help you out. This sounds very intriguing. Okay. All right. Uh, yes. Scooch, with the Whiskey's assist, is just able to decrypt this very difficult message. Um now it's an Ignan. Does anybody speak Ignan? Yeah, I do. Yeah, actually. Both of them, actually. All right. Yeah, so huh. um, this message says, Sundiver acquired, targets in custody, en route to hostage exchange coordinates. Mm. Oh, oh. Maybe the saboteur is not such a villain after all, but is being forced to work with the... If freed in order to trade us for somebody else. But it's, How it's does a that not still make them a villain? Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm so you can uh, still not okay with erase it. this packet if you like, but it will take another computer's check. Well, we don't want to send it, but perhaps... You can erase it if you well, want. I don't know. I think it'd be kind of fun to send it if it's not true. Well, yeah, it'll but... send... <laughs> it automatically sends... Five days out. Can we override that so we send it when we choose or not at all if we don't choose? Uh, we basically still... replace the automatic trigger with an intentional trigger. Sure. It'll still take a computer's check. Okay. All right. Let me get back in there now that I've got my... And I'll do it all in Ignan. Well, yeah, that would be probably good. Yeah. You can add a little nyan, 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 nyan. <laughs> no, I don't want to tip anybody off. Right. But... <laughs> is whiskey, you're going to assist as well? Oh, yes, absolutely. Okay. Uh, yeah, you don't need to attend to assist, so you you just have to say you're going to assist. Yes. All right. Yeah, so you are able to uh, basically reset it so it will send, but only when you uh, send a specific signal to it in, you know, whatever you, however you like that to be. So. So it accepts a wireless signal for a trigger. Can we tell from that anything about the device that? It, would um, it, it looks like it's just some sort of um, remote device. I mean, they're not, you know, you think about in the future, wireless controls are going to be pretty commonplace. So, yeah, yeah. you know, most, most, most of your uh, data pads and comm units will have some sort of wireless control enabled on them. In the future, we won't have to have a dozen remote controls to click. Yes, the, the Harmony remote will become standard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering, um, don't these messages usually have initials at the end of them? Uh, this one says just SK. I don't know what that means. No, it doesn't have any identifiers. Love and kisses? XOXO. That's <laughs> right, XOXO at the end. <laughs> Look, they're playing future tic-tac-toe. 
<laughs> SK? Scooch! No. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no! So my uh, my stepmother, whenever she texts, she's, um, you know, she'll say something. It could be really, like, she'll tell me, oh, my, you know, my stepsister's not doing well, whatever. And she'll explain everything. And then at the end, she she types LOL, which she thinks, <laughs> she thinks means lots of love. Oh, oh, oh that's, that's very nice. But it just looks like she's cute. laughing at everything that she just said above when you read it. <laughs> it's like, no, that doesn't make any sense. Like, whoops. <laughs> So she's been doing that for a couple of years. So I figure I better not tell her now because she get, get mad at me. Saying, "What you've been? I've been doing that for years to everybody, and you haven't told me, and you've never said anything." <laughs> oh, I've text messages with a period sent to people of a certain young age because it's oh. considered sort of like off put yeah, offish. It, it, yeah, really? capitalization in in uh, punctuation. Yeah, you don't want to do that. I, I've heard that recently. Wait, oh. really? Yeah, the kids today. All right, off putting if you if you <laughs> really yeah yeah. All right, so so what's your plan? Are you going to uh, confront any of these potential members? Or no, let's, just... let's let the plan unfold. I think, except when the uh, saboteur wakes up in order to try to capture us with the. Uh, and, and thinking that we'll be debilitated by the gas, we just confront them. Instead of just murdering them and stuffing them out of an airlock, we actually find out what's happened, right? We say, who, who are you trying to exchange your hostages for? And I can see something where we send the message just like normal and go to the place, but instead of being exchanged, then we pop out guns blazing, rescue the hostages, and we're big heroes. Exactly. Yay. And I'm wondering if they were going to use the life pods to put us in. But then how would they explain? No, that doesn't make sense. For the four that are coming with us? Well, maybe maybe the hostages are the, the DCI folks. Ooh, oh, may, oh yeah. No, that's true, oh, too. Yeah. It might not be us. Because they were going to go their own way. Yeah. So they murder us. Their own take, way. Uh... We are sort of the stars so of this whole thing, though. So I think it's probably us. <laughs> it's probably. Well, no. All it's, right. It's probably Nippy. Well, the ultimate star. <laughs> That's right. It's Nippy That's the Squawks. They're trying to capture Nippy the Squawks. The celebrity. I I, by the way, I don't know if you noticed, but when we came back from shopping, uh, Raz is wearing a Nippy cosplay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, we're going to have to find out. Next episode. Oh, all dun, right. dun, dun. You've been listening to Intrepid Heroes on the No Direction Network. New episodes are published every other Friday. Please subscribe for notification of new episodes. <laughs>